Like, what am I doing with my life? Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. Hello, ladies. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Women Can't Parlay. We're Mm. back. We're your hosts. I'm Jess. I'm Rainy. How are we doing this week, par ladies? Yeah, guys, let us know. Yeah. At Women Can't Parlay on Twitter. (laughs) Yes, and or Instagram and or TikTok, although we haven't really been posting on there. Mm -hmm. But you can go follow us if you would like. Really hard to start that. So if anybody has any tips besides just do it, then let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hit us up if you're uh, if you have any interest in you know being a non-paid intern. <laughs> intern for our social media. We are accepting applications fully. Uh, Is that a thing? We should look into that. We absolutely should look into that. Are you a housewives person? You're you're not a housewives person, are you? Um, Sonia Morgan, who's like a New York housewife and was at one time married to like the owner of JP Morgan Chase. Mm -hmm. um, She does that. Like, I don't know if they're not paid, but I think at one time she said they're like interns who are not paid, but like, obviously because of who she is, like, you know, it means a lot to have yeah. that on their resume. So I'm like, how do we, can we do that? Let's, let's figure out how to do a non-paid <laughs> so, internship program for women can't parlay social media. I really think we can try that. Like they're yeah. high school kids babysit, like definitely high school kids can ha- do that or college kids. Like, yeah, but they also get paid. <laughs> well, they can also get paid and like do that for like, I mean, I'm willing to fork over some money. I just can't pay you a salary. <laughs> no, I need, so I need like, niece doing? <laughs> I need a bro. Yeah, no, she has like two accounts on her own. That is one of them is pretty successful. Awesome. Um, but yeah, good question. Yeah. I'll be like, just make a few things that are funny in center of me. Yeah. Um, or just write ideas for us to do on TikTok and then we'll perform them. I think the problem is I just have not actually been like, let's think of funny TikTok content that we can post. Yes. That is actually, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Put that out on Twitter. Let people tell us what they want us to do, which is funny because the other, um, I guess Sunday we were on our way back and we were catching the Olympics on the plane. And I just like watching gymnastics y'all. And I know we're going to get into it. So I don't mean to talk about it now, but especially, I mean, it it defies all odds in my mind, but like, especially like the men's separates. And I just was freaking out about it. I'm like, man, I, we should just get drunk and just like comment on Olympic, like what's happening or like, oh yeah, do it. And then literally last night I found this dude on TikTok who does that. And I have never laughed oh, harder. I'm he sure. Solid gold. And we're like, well, I'll get into it later and I'll definitely send it to you because. Yeah. I need to see that like, now. <laughs> That's genius, which, okay. I'm just going to say it. So one of the funnier ones I thought was he was like, and back again with another sport or like, I don't even know how he said it, it was hilarious, but he's like, Another sport you don't want to compete in in the Olympics, the men's triathlon. And then he like says it all and they're all like dead afterwards. And then he shows like the women's triathlon and he's like, like, they all look like they still have energy. Like what's yeah, happening? Like they were. 
<laughs> yeah, it was so wild. So anyway, I'll send you that video because it's hilarious. Yeah, definitely. And I, I thought the same thing, actually. Like, I was like, man, I wish me and Rainy had our shit together more <sighs> we could like do funny commentating on the Olympics because I think that would be hilarious. Maybe hilarious. we try to do it for Cowboys games or something. I don't know. I think we definitely need to at least Some, try one. Something, something. Yeah. yeah. We gotta, yeah, we have a lot of plans. Yes. <laughs> maybe, one, maybe one will come to fruition one day. Yeah. That is what we do make plans. Um, um, anyway. Yeah. Back to our list. <laughs> regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I know. I'm like, I feel so funny because, you know, obviously we, we recorded with Jump the Sharp last week. So you know, yeah. we're almost like in a way two weeks behind on like what's been going on in the sports world. Yes. Um, and mentally, I feel like I'm, you know, even like another week behind and For with sure. the Olympics being, you know, 12 hours behind, I'm so confused on like what's so ahead, what's airing tonight. I just like, don't even know what's going on, but, um, Me neither. you know, here we are. So we'll, we'll navigate through this. Hopefully we're not missing any big topics, but no, I think we got the mains. I think we got the mains. Um, uh, but how much fun was last week? Oh my God. Like total blast. I don't, I mean, it's not, I didn't expect us to not have any type of, um, I don't know, like banter or something, but whenever you're meeting people for the first time and you're supposed to be talking about like your rivals, it, I mean, I was a little nervous about it. Like how awkward is this going to be? And then like our entire episode, we're just fucking talking to those two. So it's, I had a blast. It was really fun. I'm like super grateful to those dudes for like doing that with us. And, yeah, for sure. No, I, I, mean, I had a really good time and I think, I hope everyone, you know, I think all, I hope all of our listeners enjoyed our episode. I hope you all went and listened to their episodes. I know I've, um, you know, think we've had a few, um, people yeah. from their, you know, standard listeners coming over to right. ours. So, um, uh, really enjoyed it and want to thank them once again for allowing us to, you know, cross, um, yeah cross cross pod. cross pod I don't know what you call that which also I love and I thought this before but I feel like our intros because when I said I wanted to merge our intro music I really do because they're kind of similar yeah I know um, I'll have to write that down and look for an app that will do that because I think at the very least it would be hilarious just to be like yeah what it sounds like yeah absolutely yeah. um I also want to put <laughs> That one sentence that Dave said, like on a plaque. We should put it on a shirt. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, merch. One hundred percent. We have to do that. And even if it's just like, we'll make a couple for them. Yeah, you guys. So you're welcome. Coming at you. Um, but I just so even my sister, who is you know huge grammar nerd and you know like English major, all this stuff. She was like, <laughs> that was the first thing she brought up from those <laughs> from the two episodes. She's like. Oh my God, that sentence. I was like, right? I'm going to have to go back and listen and write all those words down and then Google them. So I know what the fuck he even said, because I'm still (laughs) out on what it was. I know. And like, sometimes you can, people can get caught up in their own smartness, I guess. And then it feels like, okay, it sounds like you're putting so many adjectives onto words. He was not doing that. No, it was, it was just so impressive. I don't care who's, well, I don't, yeah, I don't care who's judging me for like being so obsessed with that sentence because it was fucking awesome. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, well, thanks to them once again. I think we, you know, really enjoyed it and it was good for us to like finally have another guest on because we haven't been, um, we haven't had many. So, um, 
that was fun and a different, yeah. you know, different experience for our listeners. So I hope you all enjoyed it as well. Yeah. All right. Are you want to get into it? Are you ready? Let's. I'm ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> all right. Um, first up, we're just going to get basketball out of the way. It has now commenced and the Milwaukee Bucks are the, you know, winners of the 2021 NBA championship finals. Gotta say, um, did not see that coming. Really yeah, did. I mean, definitely didn't see that Not coming until there at the end when it was like, oh, okay, yeah, they might actually pull this out. Yeah. Um, and they claim their first title since 1971. Um, love to see it. I think it's very cool for Bucks fans everywhere, you know, and me just being the person that I am, I kind of secretly always, you know, root for the underdog type team. Sure. And love that it wasn't like this big super team that won. Um, So it's just really cool to kind of see like any sort of different names up there versus the ones that are typically in the rotation. rotation. Yeah. Jeans. Yeah, no, totally agree. But I have to hit you with a rainy ism here because I am upset with myself for sleeping on Giannis. Like, oh, yeah. I know. I know. And there's so many Giannis people who like are now coming out of the woodwork being like, I knew from back then and like showing their tweets and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, like good job because I wasn't there. (laughs) Well, I'm upset for like two separate reasons. One, because the phenomenal basketball player that he obviously is. And then on the other side, how hilarious he is in real life and just his life story. I am such a fucking fan of him. So I don't know if you know his background, but obviously I had to like look it up because I instantly became obsessed with him. Um, So he's from Athens, grew up in Athens. Literally, he, his brothers and his parents like walked the streets and like sold shit. And then some local basketball coach like found them and they were, they were like, do you play basketball? They're like, sure, whatever. So then they all started playing basketball and three so three of him him and two of his brothers all have played in the nba and all three of them have a ring okay yeah i knew there was some fun fact in regard to the siblings so that's so awesome and also like surely that's like the only time that's ever been done right i would imagine i would have to imagine because how many other like threes have I can think of a few twos, but I don't yeah, even know if they both have rings like Powell and um, shit. What's his name? Gasol. There was two brothers. Yeah. One. Well, what about like Curry? Aren't there? Isn't his brother? Yeah. Like, yes. Also, what's his name? Um, yeah. I think there's a lot of twos. I don't know if there's. A I don't know that threes. there's threes. Yeah. And I definitely don't think there's. Oh, the Van Gundy's. But did, yeah, I don't know. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. I don't know doesn't matter i don't know the stat but i would i'm gonna go ahead and say it's the first time yeah shout Um, us out if we're wrong yeah please i mean we i really looked up nothing except for that tiny bit but it was just so dope and then i think it was like an espn post because or a sports center because at the end it said um which because we always talk about this i feel like ended on such a cool saying that said gosh if i can find it and then i will send you this because he is hilarious um on like twitter and stuff i'm going to tell you the tweet that he put out that made me even go down this rabbit hole um oh just it was espn and at the end of all of that whole story it was like there's no place like sports i'm like yeah damn that's good it's such a good saying i hate myself for not i love that i know right um 
so anyway, he's telling uh, this joke and he said, Hannah Montana, like, what do you get when you put Hannah Montana in France? French Montana. Like, it's oh, fucking so stupid and funny and hilarious. And then I went down the rabbit hole. Mm, well, so there's more where that amazing. came from. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love those kind Touch of stupid that humor jokes. Yeah. Whatever you call them. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I mean, that's um, a pun. That's definitely a pun. Oh, for sure. Well, I'll be honest in the fact that, like, I kind of threw this topic in for selfish measures. Because although we kind of needed to report on it, it's almost like, you know, a week ago now. And we kind of talked about it a little bit last week, I think. Um, but I had an agenda, one could say, for this topic. So, Rainy. <laughs> Ask me what happened the last time the Suns lost in the NBA Finals in yes. 93. What happened the last time the Suns lost in the NBA Finals in 1993? Uh, the Cowboys won the Super Bowl the following year. Boom. Now, ask oh, me what happened the last time the Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA Finals in 1971. What happened the last time the Bucks won the NBA Finals in 19... What did you say? 91? 71. 71? Yes. Uh, the Cowboys won the Super Bowl the following year. It's there. Well, I went to the Super Bowl, bitch. Quit trying to convert me. I'm converting you. I'm doing it. Get, yeah. on, get on my level of delusion do you, already. Do you know how hard it is to fight this every day of my life? Every day I think about it. Every day I talk about it. I am not kidding you. It's like every day it's a fighting feeling of like, don't do it, bitch. Don't I know. Every day there's something coming at me, <gasps> something being thrown at me that's like, it's like, you know, it's just, it's happening. Mentally, I'm there. Mentally, I'm there. Damn it. And yeah, I'm probably like moments away from placing a future on both uh, the Cowboys <laughs> winning the NFC East and winning the Super Bowl because I think we're like a thousand percent going to win the N- NFC East. Like that's just like a no brainer almost at this point, um, right. barring injuries and shit like that. Right. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. I love your uh, attitude. Yeah. Fun I love fact. It. And with that, we will transition into football, although we're actually going to start with college and work our way towards the NFL. Um, So if you haven't already guessed, we're going to talk about college football in fucking July. Something must be going down, and it is. Um, Folks, the days of college football as we know them are fucking behind us at this point. Let's just throw that out there. Rapidly changing. Yeah. Uh, Not only are we experiencing or going, I guess, to experience the, you know, any sort of changes and differences that will come with the whole name image likeness Mm -hmm. policies, but um, the two main powerhouses, well, some may argue not the two main powerhouses, but I think it's fair. Well, I would say, I would say the two with like, pretty like substantial fan bases and history and that no matter what we say about whatever team somebody's gonna feel differently about it so whatever through that two of two of like the largest powerhouses of the big 12 dropped an atom bomb last week um well actually i don't think they dropped the bomb i think (laughs) It was leaked, but whatever. Um, Regardless, Texas and OU are working out a way to join the SEC. And the deal, from what I can tell, is all but done at this point. 
and there's just all sorts of emotions spewing from all different fan bases across Many. the fucking country, much less in the South here. And um, yeah, I don't even know where to start. Um, well, yeah, I was going to ask, so what, obviously this wouldn't take place this year, like this season, right? Like, that's a, actually a really good question. I haven't even like gone down I, that road, but as far as I know, it's like they are going to have to buy out of their contracts right okay so i don't know that's a good question and probably something i should fucking know or we should fucking know but like i don't even know that i've really even gone down that path of like when it's gonna happen but an article yesterday said uh starting what would be the most consequential reordering of college sports conferences in about a decade uh ou and the university of texas told the big 12 on monday that they would leave the league in coming years Okay, but maybe yeah, that was New York Times and that was yesterday, but that I didn't, obviously I haven't finished (laughs) that article. So I don't know if it said, and now it's happening. So I don't really know. Greg Sankey issued a statement Tuesday morning saying Texas and Oklahoma submitted formal requests for invitation to become members of the Southeastern Conference in 2025. Okay. So yeah, good call was just an afterthought for me where I was like, oh, this is coming very soon. Well, because it's so wild that it's like, like, that came out of nowhere. That materialized, I feel like, at least for me. I mean, maybe I just haven't been. Yeah, no, I totally. I feel like that came out of thin air, just like, bam, this shit's now happening. So it's like, I didn't think about that at all at first either until. Well, and I think for me mentally, it was just like that impacts so many other schools that it's like this bomb is dropped. And I think I was just thinking like so much can change in four years. It has to be happening more immediate than like long-term down the road, but whatever, I guess you know, it definitely makes sense that it wouldn't be this year, but I think I was thinking much sooner than 2025, but all these things take time and certain contracts are, you know, non-negotiable and you can't get out of them or don't have options. So, right. uh, But I think that is one of the craziest things too, is like the fact that like Texas and OU, both of those teams are in any position to ever be like exiting certain things at the same time. Like somebody should have thought that through a little bit better. Yeah. And yeah, I think the biggest questions that come from this is just like, what does that mean for all these other schools? Because like, let's be honest, Texas OU leaving the Big 12, the Big 12 is dead. Yeah. I mean, I have apologies to like, you know, all these other fans in there that are like, you know, Oklahoma State, um, what Texas Tech, like, you know, I know y'all have diehard fan bases and I think there's a couple schools left that are, you know, especially somebody like OSU, like that are attractive to other conferences, but without Texas and OU, I'm sorry to say, I think the big 12 is folding. And then I think you have other questions from fan bases like A&M and other fan bases, you know, similar to them who maybe feel a bit like uneasy about it or they're mad about it. And then there's like, they weren't consulted about it, which I don't know why they would be. That makes no sense to me. Well, I know. And that's, I mean, that's interesting because like, as of, I know they've replied or said something else now, but like A&M, for example, and obviously, you know, they're in the SEC, but they were pissed because they were like, we want to be the only Texas team in our division or whatever absolutely um, in our conference. And they came out, I guess, yesterday and kind of took that back ish to say like, you know, whatever we look to be with the SEC for a long time. But still, like, I get it. Like, how wild, 
how wild of an announcement is this for everybody? Like, yeah, not just for OU in Texas. Like, absolutely, it, and it and it and it shakes everything up. Like, it really truly impacts most yeah. every school. Um, you know, at least in these divisions here, like the right. Power Five. So it's like, you know, I think this. I think this means a lot for even like other schools, like West Virginia, totally. Iowa State, Kansas State. You know, because I think like where I. I think what from what I've gathered, it will mean like, you know, because I think too, a lot of people are kind of looking at this in terms of, you know, we talked, you know, at the end of football season about that whole like super team situation, mm-hmm. super conference situation, mm-hmm. I mean. And I think this is like sort of that forming, maybe like yeah. unofficially, but officially. Right. Um, because that's what it is. This is all about money and anyone arguing otherwise like doesn't that no. makes no sense. Sure. Like, exactly. obviously that's, that is a big part of it. Um, I think there's other things too. I do think that there's like, cause you know, a lot of people would, I think a lot of people are thinking like about like the Texas Longhorns and, and Oklahoma and how, you know, everyone looking at them as like, they have all this power. And then I think other schools like A&M being like annoyed with that, and I get it, but it's like, it's funny to me because in this moment, I see this as like Texas and OU actually sort of relinquishing a bit of power and saying like, hey, you know, we actually do want to come to the SEC because I think that's better for our recruiting right? Um, because of what like teams like Alabama has done, you know, Clemson, right. blah, 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 whatever. I think that they know by doing this, it, it, it only helps them. And yeah, there's got to be money. Um, driving it as well. I, I mean, there's no way there's. No I mean, there absolutely that. is money driving yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, there's no way. There's no way around that. Absolutely. Um, uh, it's just what other factors are involved, and like, how is this going to play out? Like in five years, not maybe less. C- college football is going to look so different. Yeah, than it even does right now. Well, and I think it almost has other teams scurrying now because it's like. Sure. You know, the Pac-12 sucks. Nobody wants to be absorbed by the Pac-12. So then you've got Big Ten, ACC. You've got these other schools who are going to want to, like, align with either of those two or even the SEC. I mean, I think what we're going to have is, like, four big conferences with 16 schools after this, and the Big 12 yeah. will just be dead. So yeah. you've got to figure out now who's going where, who's right. going to pick up who, and then who's going to be left in the dust. Right, and exactly. And when, and then there's like, but then there's funny schools. Like I'd say Baylor is an interesting example where they're smaller and of the Texas ones they are definitely a smaller fan base, but they've gotten a lot bigger. They're definitely more. Well, and they have more of like a basketball program. That's what I was going to say. You've got, you've got the basketball program that comes with it and that's attractive too. So you have to kind of think of it in that term as well as that. Yeah. It's a whole yeah, right. as a whole, it's not just looking at the football team. It's like, it's about the school. Yeah, yep. And then I think there's, I think I've read something about like talks of like inside the SEC, there would be like pods. So I don't know if that would be, you know, and I think a lot of this is just like assumption and theory oh, and whatever. Right now. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what this means. I just know we're in for a total shakeup coming soon to a yeah. football field near you. I'm kind of excited to watch it play out, to be honest. So, I mean, I'm excited to watch it play out. I think I just, I'm tired of the fan bases whining, like <laughs> on all levels, really. I mean, it's just like, yeah. 
school, these little brother sister schools who are complaining about like their big brother leaving them or their big brother coming in and yeah. being mad about it. It's like, shut the fuck up and play either do better or shut up. Like, I don't know how to help you. And like, then I get the argument that like, you know, a program like you, like Texas has a bit been a bit overrated, especially recently, right. but even with their lack of, you know, recent championships, they're still, still a household brand. Still a brand that's able to maintain and, you know, really do well also, in a recruiting yeah. setting. And this is they only going to have Matthew McConaughey. So, right. yeah. yeah. So it's like, I don't know what to tell you, like figure it out. But I mean, at the yeah. end of the day, they have this, this, right. um, this rep- reputation and it's working for them. Um, you know, where I think somebody has a leg to stand on might be a school like A&M who left there, who left originally because yeah. of all of this and kind of wanted to stand alone. And, you know, everyone was kind of like, ha ha. And then it became this, you know, refusal to play each other between A&M and Texas. And now Texas mm-hmm. is kind of like following them to the place that they left to go to. So yeah. there's kind of a little bit of like, you could joke some hypocrisy there, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. It's the SEC's decision to do whatever the fuck they want to make more money. And they know bringing on schools like, like Oklahoma and Texas, Texas. I was uh, do exactly University that. of Texas, I should say, is only going to benefit them more financially and overall recruiting will be, you know, whatever. I mean, it's yeah. duh. No doubt. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything else on that? Like I said, I think it's just in a place where it's like, we got to talk about it because it's crazy. Yeah. But it's so all up in the air still. And it's not even really like totally inked, but I think we're like on the cusp of knowing yeah. for sure. I will say there was some drama in the, in the recent news about there being like penalties during games for opposing teams, like doing the longhorn downside. Yeah. I yeah. think I've heard this in recent years. I feel like it kind of comes up once every year. I don't know enough about it, so maybe we shouldn't even talk about it. But yeah. I will just say, even as somebody who tends to lean a little bit more UT, yeah, I think that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Get yeah. over it. It's competition. Like, well, I, And part I of know, sports is heckling. And yeah. like, like, what are you supposed to do? At least they're not throwing beers on players or flipping people off or shit like that i'm like it's just that's what you fucking do yeah i mean i will shout oh you sucks to anyone who will listen i'm not a big (laughs) aggie person i will thumbs down gig them like all the time like what i don't know i don't know what that's about i should probably like research it more before i talk shit but i know my ut UT dude because he is yeah like well, and know, I don't everybody think, who graduated from UT. Yeah. Every I, I don't know. I didn't go to a big school, y'all. So whatever. And go that's ahead. where I'm at too with college sports. Like I love college football, but I have a weird like loyalty okay. but non-loyalty thing because I didn't go to any of the big schools. Yeah. I went to a smaller school in the conference USA, or at least that's where they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like I don't have a loyalty to any of them, but like growing up, I was always a Longhorn fan. So I kind of like have that. But to me, my loyalty really lies more with like OU sucks than it does like, <laughs> you know, Texas, like yeah. go UT, yeah. go Longhorns, whatever. But I would say of all of them, I'm a Longhorn fan, but it's I mean, different. if I have to choose, obviously I'm picking Texas. I always go for Texas teams. Like, yeah. And but a lot I'm of people have, 
Yeah. But I don't give a shit. I'm like, I didn't go to one of them. So either I go for nothing, but if we're in a playoff situation and it's A&M versus whoever the hell they'd be playing against, I'm going to go for A&M and sorry, UT fans. Like if you were in the game, I would be rooting for you. Like, yeah, I go for Texas teams. Like, yeah, I'm kind of the same way, but a lot of people who are diehard fans for one of those schools feel very differently where for sure, if they went to UT, they want, you know, all of their Texas teams to lose along with, uh, OU. Yeah. Whereas for me, I'm more of like, I will root for Texas teams, but a lot of times it gets difficult for me to root for A&M. Sorry. Totally. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry like, all the Aggie fans out there. It's just too much for me. Yeah, well, half of my, well, I feel like half of Houston are Aggies, and then also like half of my family. Half so. my family. Yeah, I mean, same. This, yeah exactly. So. Um, anyway, we'll move on from college football, but a lot going on there. Yeah, pay <laughs> attention to that because it's, it's unfolding in front of yeah. your eyes. And this There's is history. Like, I feel like history is being made in college football. So, uh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a big attention. I mean, yeah, it's um, certainly going to be wild to watch it play out. So, Stay tuned. Um, okay, so now we'll bounce into NFL, which probably going to get started with a hot topic here. Maybe shouldn't have done that, but we are. Who cares? Recently announced NFL's COVID policy for what will be the 2021-2022 season. Um, basically, from what I gather, which I think things are still kind of coming out about this too, so hopefully I'm not behind with any of these facts. Yeah. Um, any team with a COVID outbreak for unvaccinated players will be forced to forfeit and receive a loss if they are not able to reschedule that game. Within which, the like 18 week. Exactly. Um, which that kind of makes this a little more difficult because we are now, as we know, going from we are we have now mm-hmm. extended the season one extra game, but we have not extended an extra bye. Yeah. So that makes it even the more difficult now. I'm still not sure what they're constituting as a COVID breakout. I kind of tried to research that, but I didn't find it. Well, um, I think just if they have, yeah, like, what do you mean? Like if it's one person compared to 10 Right, because it says yeah. any team with a COVID breakout. So I'm like, what does that mean? One Amongst player, seven players, like, yeah. do you have a number? Well, and yeah, it's just, I mean, before getting into like, obviously we're not picking sides or any of that. Yeah, no, I think this conversation. very clear. We're just but, reporting the facts. We're not reporting our personal opinions. Yeah. And I think it's, it's interesting that we did talk about this a couple episodes prior with the whole NC State thing. And this is exactly what I was alluding to. I knew we were going to have something very similar in the NFL and or other sports that come up too. Yeah. Um, barring we don't go into another fucking lockdown because of this Delta variant or whatever. It's like, you know, this is something that all, you know, commissioners and organizations are going to have to decide and deal with. And although I'm not saying that it's right, it's something that now coaches have to decide, like, what is the answer? Yeah. So, yeah, well, um, um, so if you didn't listen to that episode, we certainly kind of broke that down. And I think it's all very relevant to this conversation. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's also just crazy that they, I mean, they're putting it because then also there's another rule about fines, which I'm sure you're going to mention or I'll say it, but yeah, no, um, it. it's just wild or not even wild. I'm just taking it all in of, okay, if an outbreak amongst unvaccinated players, then you get punished. Obviously they want you to get vaccinated or else they wouldn't have 
um, like unvaccinated players will be fined $14,650 every time they violate COVID-19 procedures. So basically, I'm assuming they're saying I'm vaccinated, you're not. So you come into the facility not wearing a mask and I come into the facility not wearing a mask. You're getting fined, but I'm not. Right. No, I think it's very apparent. The NFL has made it very clear they are pushing for everyone to be vaccinated. Whether they want to come out and say it or not, they don't have to. They're telling us that. I mean, they are saying that. They're saying it without saying it. So Because I don't um, know how, I mean, so an outbreak of. Yeah, I never found where it specified. Um, Very confusing. So that'll be interesting. Like, does that mean two players? Does that mean 12 players? I don't know. I also read where, and I think I read this correctly, where if a team is at 85% vaccinated, they're basically exempt from all these rules. So like they're right. Yeah. Right. There just tells you like they're pushing for people to be vaxxed. Now I don't know what that means because I also read vaccinated players will be tested like once every two weeks and unvaxxed will be tested like daily. So, but I don't know if that means if your team is above 85, that that doesn't apply to you then anymore, or if like some of that will still apply. I'm not, I'm still a little fuzzy on some of the rules. Sure. I mean, I think we all will be until it happens. And we're like, what the fuck? But also it's interesting too, that DeAndre Hopkins, like he's speaking out about not wanting to get it. Like Leonard Fournette speaking out, obviously Cole Beasley. Yeah, I was going to say, Cole Beasley is the face of non-vaccinated. Well, for sure. But there's a little bit of a difference in Cole Beasley and DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, absolutely. As far as all that goes. So that's my point of, or what I'm interested in to see how these actually play out once the season starts or even before is they're all saying this now and it's happening. But if these big time players just don't do it, then how is that going to change like these rules? You know what I mean? Because sometimes yeah, you I don't have- know that it will. I don't know. I, I know. But I mean, I, that's I, what I'm saying. Like, it's, yeah. I'm so interested. Yes. I love yes. that word to see <laughs> once again, we like, love how that game. affects it too. Yeah, exactly. So it, there are so many factors that involving this or surrounding this that I'm just like, Oh my God, this is hairy. Yeah. And also another like, Another crazy factor of this is if the game, like the game that they don't play, mm-hmm. they will not get paid for that week, neither team. Oh, shies. So even the team that gets the win, from what I'm reading, both teams will go unpaid for the week. Yes. So people are talking about it and they're like, oh my God, imagine if you're like Tom Brady. And maybe he's a bad example because he seems to be a pretty big, like, cuts his pay for the team kind of person. But like, Imagine if you're like this big superstar and you don't get paid because your fucking like second, you know, string kicker gets fucking COVID. And I'm like, well, imagine if you're the second string kicker and you like need your fucking paycheck to live. Like it kind of goes both ways. And then you're the other team who like, okay, you got the W, but you're not getting paid because of these people. Like, again, they are really, really pushing for people to get vaccinated. If they're paychecks. Yeah, the accountability factor is like like seven feet deep, like it or yeah. like eight different connections wide. Yeah, um, and imagine the turmoil just, in the fucking locker room from that shit. Oh like, oh my god, it's I causing. Mean, I have to imagine it's causing so much drama, and not even. Well, yeah, I mean, for exactly what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna dig deeper into that. 
And I don't know what this means. Like I'm, I'm not here to like say what teams should or shouldn't do. I think this is such a unprecedented thing that we're all going through. And I'm, I don't know that I necessarily agree with it, but then at the same time, I understand that like safety precautions have to be taken and whatever. Safety. But- and also like, I think part of it has to be maybe money, but also like having a successful season that doesn't get delayed or injuries don't happen. Like last year was a fucking shit storm of injuries. Like right. and I would say it went over, last day, it went over a lot better than one could have predicted, but even For still sure. it was so crazy. And like, it wasn't great. Some of the parts that had to happen weren't great for certain people, certain teams, certain, you know, a lot of injuries, like we talked about, like, I, I just, I just put, I just don't know what I would do if I was. It's a fine line. Yeah. Like I, I'm I'm not envious of any NFL, like management head coach, whatever Uh right now, because you don't want to have to bring personal, personal views on things into it. But like, what the fuck do you do then? Right. Well, I feel like Bruce Arians is one of the first ones to like say something about it. And then everybody was freaking out like, wait, is that a personal rule? Like he had said like, Hey, if you're not wearing a mask or breaking any protocol, you're getting fined $14,000. And I don't know how that got out, but it became a thing. And everyone was like freaking out like ESPN and stuff. And he texted some at ESPN and said like, NFL rule league rule or something like that. Yeah. Which he totally strikes me as the no, right. He's the no nonsense guy. Who's like, yeah. well, fuck it. Yeah. Like maybe he, per- I don't know if he's vaccinated or not, but I know he was like, okay, well that's a rule. So let's fucking move on with it. Yeah. And it's not, everybody's like that. So this is going to be a ooh, wild. It'll be an interesting season. Interesting number 74. Um, but I think too, speaking of like futures bets, like I think the one takeaway oh, too from yeah. this is like, this opens the field wide open. Like oh, I'm sitting here talking about the Cowboys, like fuck. I mean, at this point, anyone could win because this could, if you're Any, team had, anything can happen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anything could happen right now. Like I'm like, team, I'm a, could yeah, be so sure. punished for this and it could impact their season with just even one loss, but think of multiple losses. Like, Oh yeah. Nobody I mean, knows how this will go and think about fantasy. Like what does yeah. that mean for fantasy league people? Like for sure, this is going to be, there's going to be an extra element to the NFL season this year. If this is how it's going to go. Absolutely. And if I could just give some advice to like, for example, Tom Brady, uh, <laughs> Saquon Barkley, Aaron Rodgers, just sit out. You don't need to get vaccinated. You don't want to waste that money. Just sit up. It's fine. Right. Yeah. We respect you for your decision. And you should protest. All 31 teams except the Dallas Cowboys should protest this season. Yeah. No. We're going to the Super Bowl, bitch. We don't want to win that way. But it's but it's gonna be one of those one of those seasons. Like I know people still talk about, you know, last year, like even like when the stars made it to the Stanley Cup Mm -hmm. finals and like even still some of these games with no fans and things like people view these seasons as like not real because they're like, it wasn't, you know, the true sport. There wasn't fans. There was all these other factors that, you know, Mm -hmm. impacted the game. And this is certainly going to be one of them. So it's kind of like one of those things where it really just puts a damper on the season because you're like, I don't want to win this way. You know, like I don't want to win because I got in because another team had COVID two weeks of the year and got a loss. Like for sure. I just hate this. Yeah. I need COVID to go the fuck home. Like I go away. Just die. Bye bitch. Yeah. I know. 
Um, um, yeah, enough about that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, anything else on that? Please God, no. no. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Um, well, staying in the NFL and speaking of Tom Brady, I just wanted to talk a little bit about two things. <laughs> <laughs> One being the gaudy, ridiculous rings that they got. <laughs> I haven't seen them yet. Oh, they were all over Twitter, which a lot of people were giving them shit for it, like, because they're really fucking big and, like, whatever and like they actually even like open up and have this awesome it's, it's actually really cool um what was the final score of the game the super bowl like 31 to 9 i think so they had like 319 diamonds put in it like it's huge and big and like looking at it by itself you're like jesus christ like this is outrageous oh and it's God. like you can't even wear the ring without your other fingers like separating to the high heavens. But Ew. then Tom Brady posted a picture with like all seven of his rings. And I've got to say it actually in comparison was gaudy to a degree that he didn't really have so much before. But yeah. in terms of size, it wasn't as big as I thought in comparison. Like it it's almost looked pretty standard to some of the most recent bulls bull rings that he had. Yeah. Oh yeah, thirty-one nine. Yeah, there were a lot of diamonds on that. Yeah, sob. Yeah. Yikes! Uh, I didn't know if you Fucking saw star, it. Star, star would look. I'm looking at it right now. Okay, yeah. The star would look much better in the middle of I that. I agree. Um, so yeah, a lot of people were up in arms about that on Twitter. Um, one wow. whenever they had their like unveiling or whatever the fuck it was. That's so funny. How hard is it to be in the spotlight? <laughs> I know, right? And people will always hate on Tom Brady no matter what he does, but... But he's still... Anyway. Yeah, maybe this is just, like, the standard size, and who fucking cares? Like, God knows if I ever won anything of any <laughs> sort of, you know, substance, much less a Super Bowl, I would probably tattoo it to my fucking forehead or something. Oh, yeah. A Super yeah, Bowl, especially, funny. I would go a lot. I'd probably buy a ring the size of a paperweight to fucking oh, wear around. Hells, yeah. Um, yeah, that should probably cost more than our cars put together. Oh, cars <laughs> plus yeah. some. Um, the other thing was, did you see the video that everyone's talking about with Tom Brady when he's throwing it into the pitching machine? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. What are your thoughts on this? Um, well, for Basically, a while, I think the question is, is it real or is it fake? Oh, okay, cool. Because that's exactly what I was about to say. I think we sat there and watched it. I was with my brother-in-laws and I think we sat there and watched it like on loop, just like 127 times. Yeah. And I honestly, my final decision was honestly, it's Tom Brady. So I fucking believe it, but I also <laughs> wouldn't be shocked if it was fake. So I was like, he also threw the ball to the moon. So I'm like, you know, yeah. he, I know he knows how to work shit or Giselle does or someone does, but I also could totally believe it. Like I could because people can be that good, mm -hmm. but I also have no fucking idea. <laughs> yeah. I've really had, I've really been bad on Twitter lately and I meant to put a poll up today before this so we could talk about the results and I didn't. So really? maybe I'll do that tomorrow. But um, I was in the same boat. I think with everybody, everyone looked at this and like some people, some people immediately were like, Oh my God, this is so awesome. And then others were like, immediately, this is fucking fake. Hey, some of the reasonings for people saying it was fake, I like, I didn't think made a lot of sense because they were saying like, oh, as soon as it hits the pitching machine, it would have like come backwards. And yeah. I'm like, no, not if you threw it hard enough. Like, absolutely not. I could see it getting wedged in there, but I mean, how often have I like played with <laughs> yeah. that often? So whatever. <laughs> um, 
But then, like, I saw other people, like, showing how, like, he tagged, like, two different, like, one was, like, a media-based company, and one Mm -hmm. was, like, a production company. So it just seemed like a very highly produced video, and then they were kind of being clever about it, plus the video of it going to the moon recently. I think I have discernment that I think it's fake. Yeah. And I do think it's fake, but there's a part of me too that was like, I fucking wouldn't doubt it if it were real. Yeah. I guess that's really, yeah, I'm definitely, yeah. I lean more towards the side of it being fake, but I kind of just, I think wanted it to be real. Yeah. I agree. Just like, because, like there's so he, much of me that's like, uh, I, I, I'm tired of doubting Tom Brady at this point. I'm like, <laughs> I just, I believe it. I believe you. Yeah. Fine. Fuck you. I get it. <laughs> God damn. You're the best. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah. Got it. You fucking um, and I think a lot of people too are referencing, like, I don't know if you remember the old commercials back when like fantasy was kind of first getting started. And it was like, they had all of these commercials for like, why you should choose me for your fantasy league. And it was like oh, how big awesome. players at that time. And like, they were doing all these crazy things, but they were fake too. Um, I'll have to go like find some and share them. Cause I bet they're pretty funny to watch now. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, I just wanted to get your opinion on that see what you thought, but I'm yeah. thinking it's fake, but, um, there's a, like I said, a part of me that's just done doubting Tom. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> one can go either way. All right, let's move on to... Oh, wait, can we real quick just um, touch on Aaron Rodgers, the man we love to hate? Oh, shit, I totally missed that. Sorry. Yes, I totally skipped that topic, not even on purpose. Well, I get why, because I kind of black out when I see his name, too. I know, Um, and and at this point, I'm just, like, starting to get annoyed. Aren't you so over it? Because I literally, as this whole, God, the last year, I don't know, I'm just like, drama yet again with Aaron Rodgers and like anybody who says that drama does not surround him is full of fucking shit. However, I will also say he's like the most chill dramatic dude ever. I know, but it's like, I'm over it. Like so over it play or fucking play win the super bowl, lose every game. I don't give a fuck anymore. Just go to practice or don't like, yeah. Figure but, shit or get off taking the over our feeds. Yes. Well, and I, my question is to green Bay fans out there who I doubt listen to our podcast. Um, no. No. <laughs> what, like, what is this doing to you? Because I know that when like Zeke was holding out and stuff like that, like I was getting antsy and I'm like, come on, bro. Like don't fucking make me hate you kind of thing. Um, I think they were all obviously I didn't, but I think they were all reclused until just like recently. And now they're all fucking coming out of the woodwork. Like, Oh yeah. What up? We told you he'd be back. And I'm like, actually, no, you have been pretty fucking silent recently. Yeah. It's just so you're right. Like the back and forth of it all. And then like the, the freaking Jordan Pippen posts, like at the same time, I'm like, Wait, so that means they're not leaving each other? Or are they just saying they're that tight? Like the get ga- the theory that I'm gathering now is they were obviously trying to make media waves and they did, but yeah. I think they're saying now that that was like an indicator of like the last dance. So like this is gonna be the last like their last their dance. last dance together in Green Bay is what I'm gathering. I mean, fuck. At this point, tomorrow yeah. he could sign a contract to work at Jeopardy. I don't fucking know. Yeah, cool. Bye. Yeah, get the fuck out, dude. <laughs> More drama than my else. fucking middle school. 
God, but seriously though, right? Yes. And just the more reason that I want Green Bay to fucking lose because now I'm like, you're going to go through all this drama and then win? I don't fucking think so. I know. I know. And you're not getting MVP either. I will kill you. Uh, yeah, I will protest. Yeah. I will, I will contract COVID and find you and give it to you <laughs> and make you sit out like four games somehow. Make you all lose a lot of money. Um <laughs> Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, I was, um, another player. So I guess they, the tweet came out or the story where it said sources, yeah. uh, you know, state that Aaron Ro- or close or people close to Aaron Rodgers have stated that he will be returning this season playing for the Green Bay Packers or whatever. And then one of the Green Bay players pack or, or one of the green Jesus, <laughs> Packers players, like, retweeted or like quote tweeted. I don't know how Twitter works and was like, Oh, I guess we're not considered close friends. Or yeah. Like, I saw that. Um, yeah. What's so his name? Like, he has the weird last name. With a exactly. Which is why I didn't, um, I number 69 on the Packers. Whatever his name is. Boom. I can't think of it. And um, then he, he tweeted later and was like, Hey, everybody chill out. Because I think that like everybody kind of like freaked out. And then he was like, chill. Like I was just kind of joking. Yeah like but fair at the same time fair totally fucking fair like you're pulling all of us in this and literally if it granted i don't like to admit this but he's aaron fucking rogers so like what's gonna happen if he all of a sudden doesn't if he just didn't play for green bay this year like they're not just well i would do a dance well i would do i would do a lot of things yeah a lot of really fun things but I would be pissed if I was a teammate, like fan base. Yeah. That happens. That's but what like, I mean. You're yeah. a teammate and you just have to sit here and like watch all this shit unfold. Like, God, dude, make a goddamn decision. Right. Because it impacts them as just as well. Like they yeah. need him and he's playing with everybody and apparently also playing with them. Like it would be one thing if like on the side, he's talking to his teammates regularly and like ensuring them or just not even reassuring them, but just like letting them know, like he's in a place where he's like, making a decision, but it's almost like he's making a mockery of it. And that would piss me the fuck off. So like, I'm there with the teammates being like, fucking shut up or sit down or like, whatever, play or don't play. But like, go like, get this figured out. I'm over this. We don't need this negative spotlight on our team. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just stupid. And and also like, not only was there the close source now that's come out to say he's playing, but right before that, it was a close source that said he wasn't going to play. And then all of a sudden, all the bookmakers around got this wind and started like taking their team's futures off or like changing them drastically because they were under the impression that Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be playing. So it's gotten to this level where it's like, nobody knows what the fuck's going on. And maybe we're not supposed to, but you would think as a teammate who wants to like do anything successful, he would stop with these gimmicks, like, cause it's outrageous. And stupid. yeah, that's gimmick, I think is a good word because you're right. And just like, and don't be a douche for once, please. <laughs> um, and yeah. And I think he reported to practice today for the first yeah. time or yesterday. Was it today? Yesterday. I, I don't know what day it is. Well, so. actually I think it is the 27th cause there's only three teams that are allowed to report before the 27th and it's the Cowboys, the Bucks and the Steelers, I think. Yeah. Well, no, either way, he's at either way, practice, yeah. which is a new development. 
Exactly. So, so we'll maybe see. he is going to fucking play, but yeah. But of course, he turned down that big ass contract that would have been right. like a two year extension. Two year extension for like a bajillion dollars, and yeah. he turned. It he would have been the highest paid quarterback and player in football. Yes. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, all that does is signify he's either like ready to get out or he's certainly ready sure. to get away from the Packers. So yeah, it's it's apparently not about the money at this point. Clearly not. Which also, so now that makes me think like, I bet there are so many definitely Packer fans being like, oh yeah, like, oh, how good of him to play this season. Like he's clearly done. It's not about the money. And he's, you know what I mean? Like I can see them uh, saying. It's about definitely that. about the money because if he didn't play, he owed them like $24 million. So, yeah, because I, I think from evidence right in front of us, I think if he had the choice to not play, he wouldn't. Yeah. But Obviously, he's got to because otherwise he's like phoning, like ponying up $24 million. Yeah. 22, something like that. Yeah, enough. <laughs> like he clearly wants to send some fucking message. And yes. I think if he had it his way, it seems like I don't know that he would play. Yeah. Um, but well, really we'll doesn't. see. I have a feeling the Aaron Rodgers drama is not fucking over just yet. Yeah, unfortunately, I think you're right. But. I'm going to bitch about it the whole way through. So yeah, no, prepare yourselves. I'm going to make a much bigger deal out of everything. No doubt. Yeah. Um, which one side note before I move on, um, all the talks about Deshaun Watson and the Texans are finally talking about trades. I know. I know. Are the Texans like potentially going to like play him? Or it's I don't just know, cause he showed up too. He showed up. Yeah, too. That's why he showed up. So I didn't know if, are they planning on like going to attempt to play him and keep him or they're only talking trades with him right now? Do we know? I don't know, but what I read, it kind of felt like it just, it depends on what they get for him. Like they're looking for high dollar shit where I think like, I, I don't know if it was Adam Schefter or someone, but they're like, I mean, they're looking like to get three first round draft picks for him. And Which like, I don't know who's going to want to pay a whole lot for him at this point. That's probably like the a, Rams. They hate first round draft picks. <laughs> like you can have all of the decade of the yeah. 2030s first round draft picks. <laughs> Shit. And okay. I know like we even talked last week with Jump the Sharp. Like I think the Eagles were in talks with it, but I just can't imagine being a team wanting any part of that. I don't care how yeah. good he is because I still stand. No way the NFL is going to let him play a full season this oh. year and then who the fuck knows what's going to happen with all the trials and everything yeah all um, 22 or three years like which evidently years. are not going to settle at this point i mean yeah. i think we know not that. if they haven't yet yeah exactly so it's just like i think that is a fucking sinking ship that i just would not want to be a part of i mean again we've said it a billion times like if the guy is innocent that's fucked up but we just don't know and I just can't too far in too deep now. It's I can't so imagine that they will not have some sort of penalty to him or restriction on play with everything that's going on. But, you know, it's funny at the same time, the NFL is sort of, you know, known for forgiving a lot of things, but apparently COVID isn't one of them. So yeah, exactly. the COVID policy is more strict than their fucking sexual harassment and like domestic abuse policies. So yeah. who the yeah. fuck knows what will happen with Deshaun Watson. He could be out there preseason for all I know. Yeah. We'll see. I just, I didn't want to not mention that because I was like, wow, all of a sudden he's back and talks again. And I know. Yeah. In a while. Yeah. More to unfold there too. I'm sure. Moving on to the 
uh what is it the i don't know what it's called the whatever how many ever years running of the olympiad <laughs> the yeah. olympics yay tokyo 2020 technically 2021 <laughs> i can't i always i don't know why i do this i feel like i've said this before too deja vu i did i think i literally said this last week but it doesn't matter it always bites me in the ass where i'm like yeah the olympics like i'm excited but then when it happens it's all i can watch and all i can think about oh. i just like every day i'm like Oh, I got to clean out all my DVR because yes, I still record shit. Yeah, and I'm like, too. I have to have enough space. <laughs> like, yep. and me I'm too. So and it's right so different because I think when I watched it, you know, five years ago and all and the years prior when DVR was a thing, yeah. I always had Direct TV where I had like thousands of space. Yeah. I don't know what I had, but I had like so much storage to where I could record like every oh. day, all day, and like never run out of storage hardly. And with Frontier, I don't fucking have that. So, like, I have to do the same thing where I'm, like, watching it, deleting, like, making sure to keep all the space so I can go back and watch. Um, But, no, I've never – I never stray. I know my love for the Olympics. I remember being, like, eight years old when I first had a TV in my room, and it was probably, like – it was definitely a Winter Olympics. I'd have to go look at, like, the years and what city it was. But I remember, like – going to sleep with the Olympics on, like I am an Olympic fanatic yeah. and I always have been, I love it. Yeah. I, like the country's coming together to compete. Like there's just, I can't get enough of it. I could sit there and watch it all day, whatever the sport, yeah. I don't give a fuck. And I'm so obsessed and I'm so sad because like, I feel like there's this weird cloud over it this year with like COVID and like, not to like just jump right into it, but Obviously, like not that we're doing bad as the United States, but like we're not doing we're not as well. Powerhousing. Yeah. Yeah. We're not powerhousing. And like we keep like not breaking records. And I think a lot of that is just evident of the lack of training that happened within the last year. But I just think it's funny that there always seems to be a parallel between the state of the nation and like what we perform like in these Olympics. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's just, I, I hope. There's like this, there's this like step back for everybody to kind of like look at where we are as a country and like, okay, maybe we are not invincible and maybe we are, we do have like weaknesses and we have moments, but like, hopefully it will just like, I like, like that. come back better than ever, but like more united because yeah, it's such a weird feeling. Cause I don't think I've ever experienced this in my life to watch the Olympics and not have like every single race after race be like United States gold, United States gold, United States gold. It's like, we just keep losing (laughs) or at least getting like silver bronze or like, you know, some not, but um, it's been a different, it's been a different experience this year, but still love it. Nonetheless, like opening ceremony is like one of my favorite things. I like, love the parade of nations don't know why i think a lot of people find that super annoying and i just love it yeah it's awesome. um, i don't know it's cool it's cool like li- the olympics as it just as itself yes. is so fucking cool because yes. you have so many countries like coming together to compete in athletic events with each other for right. their countries like yeah. what you don't get more unified than that I know. And I just think it's so cool to be able to represent your country and something that you have a skill at. And like, I would give all of my everything Everything. to be able to say that, like I competed in the Olympics and like, or God knows even one, like to call yourself an Olympian. Yeah. Like, I know. And it's funny because every time I watch, I'm like, Oh God, I should have, I should have like 
I should have went into shooting with my brother or like, yeah, I, you know, I was just talking like with that two podcasts ago about my ability to tread water. I'm like, I should have fucking been a water polo player. Oh, like why water wasn't polo, I? Synchronized I swimming. I would have yeah. been a killer water polo player. Like, yeah. It's, it's like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, I know. We were talking about that last night too, because USA women took uh trap shooting, I believe. Yes. Uh, gold. Yeah. So it, we just like happened to catch the tail end of that. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so cool. And so Haas, of course, is like, man, I wonder. He was like, if I go compete for Egypt. Oh, yeah. In like trap shooting. Anything. Really. Like, he was I'm like, sure there's I'm like, like a whole plethora of things that he could maybe <laughs> make it in because he's so freaking athletic and talented. Yeah. But he's like, Oh gosh, I'm gonna start trying to start training for the next Olympic Games. God, <laughs> can I train me too? Because like I feel like I have really good hand-eye coordination, and my yeah, brother's like a really good. Um, what does he do? Like rifle shooting? I don't even know what my brother does. Like long distance rifle shooting. I'm like, I think I could do it. I think I, I could do sniper. it. Sniper. Um, yeah, I don't. I think I that. couldn't do it, but um, I'm delusional it, once again. But I want to say that I could. <laughs> yeah. Well, who cares? We can at least try, and then we know. And that, yeah, that, no. oh, so that's one of our biggest things. Like we all talk about this. How awesome would it be? Like whether it's like leading up to the Olympics or the year before or whatever, but have a a regular person Olympics. So you can see regular people competing in some of the shit that they do and yeah. see like, Oh, Hey, you know how long a triathlon really takes like three and a half days. Yeah. Like, you know, how long that, you know, which actually don't even know how long that does take. So that's I mean, me, it would take like three and a half months. I'm not sure. But like, yeah. But having somebody like train on like vault and, or like pommel wars or something yeah. for like, um, a year or just however long they want. I don't like, even think they should train. I think we should just send regular people in to like do it. <laughs> right. Like, like how people funny that are that like be? generally in shape, but not necessarily trained for it. Just like an yeah. average person who's like really fit, try yeah. to do it and like see what happens. Right. Cause it's that so way we have like, something to compare it to. That's like real life. Yeah. Well, because these guys, these people are the best of the best of the best. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, they make it look so easy, which yeah, I was actually having this conversation with like a really good friend on Saturday because he was like, this is why I wish they would show, show track more, which I, I think they show plenty of tracks. So I didn't know really where that was coming from. But he's like, you know, everybody or almost everybody's run tracks. So, like you can go run like a hundred meter dash and like know what your time is and then compare it to their time. And I'm like, well, I'm not doing that, but you can go for it. Or at least in high school, you like had to run it and you might yeah. remember your times. So you have like a comparative like yeah. I maybe could have that with swimming if I like even knew what my times were in swimming, but I don't. Um, but it's like, yeah, that is actually like a really good point. It would be funny to like be able to see like a real life example and like what they could do and then like compare it yeah. to the actual Olympics. But yeah, obviously so that it's fucking would be funny. Yeah. It's also funny that that's where y'all went on that conversation because we did as well. But it was still I like we we're comparing like times and stuff right. like that. It's like it's so funny because you're right. The and people know obviously regular people can't do it, but also it's hard to remember when you're watching all these like stellar athletes do this. I know. Yeah. And I'm completely joking when I say like I think I could do it, but I just want to have a gold. Like I want <laughs> to have I, I don't even want to have a gold medal, although that would be cool. I want to like be able to say I competed in the Olympics somehow, some way. And I've said yeah. that for years. Like I remember 
two summer Olympics ago, I was like, okay, that's it. Starting today, I'm going to train in like shooting. And that way I can go to like the LA Olympics, which is like the next one. Yeah. And my brother's like, you better like start swimming again because you're never going to fucking make it in that. You're never going to make it. I'm definitely not going to make it in swimming. (laughs) Yeah. God, that would be awesome. I wish somebody would do that. Somebody do that. Like with DK Metcalf trying to do that. You know what I mean? Like people keep trying to do that because that's so awesome. I know. Like what a story. Speaking of stories. Sorry, I was going to not switch lanes, but I can't not talk about this fucking guy. Russian gymnast who, by the way, I'm convinced is not Russian at all. He must be Greek or from Mexico because he is super tan. He is a miniature Clark Kent. Um, His name is um, Artur um, Dalaloyan. Dalaloyan. Um, Either way, he tore his ACL or no, sorry, God. He tore his Achilles and had surgery back in April. And was competing in the Olympics fucking gymnastics nuts this week. Also probably not safe. What? Yeah. I mean, definitely not. But as of now, knock on wood for him, I was like, I'm not going, which I think they ended up winning gold for their like all around, which was the first time in like ever or 25 years or something that they've won gold. But, and of course it's ROC, excuse me, the um, Russian Olympic committee. Anyway, I couldn't stop. Everything he was doing was amazing. I'm like, how? Yeah. <laughs> like that blows my mind. And so many of those things, like I know I'm sure a lot of people at this point, cause well, whatever, I'll get into that, get into that in a minute. But um, what's her name? Lydia Jacoby. Is it Lydia? Oh, Did I make don't get up? me started on her. Don't she get me started. wins fucking this gold in swimming. What? Like they didn't even talk about her hardly at all leading up to because that King girl kind of like overpowered her or whatever. <laughs> or like, you know, it was just the bigger name at the time because she's like yeah. the defending champion for like all, for like all the years prior. Right. So like they barely even mentioned her being in the same fucking heat or in the same race. It race, was a final, yeah. sorry, not heat. And then, like, she ends up winning gold, and she's from Alaska, who apparently this, the whole fucking state has one 150-meter one pool that she can practice in, in the entire so state. I thought they had, uh, well, so, yeah, you're probably right, because I, sh- well, oh, yeah, so you're probably right there, but There's I think it one, is 50-meter, 150-meter okay, pool that is in, it. in the whole state of Alaska, and she trains in a 25-meter yes. pool. I think that's what? it, yeah. Like that is wild. And she's 17 years old though. Like what? what? Yeah. And I'm like jealous. I would have loved to have gone to her watch party. Cause like that looked like a good time. I know. Also, or have train oh, beer, everyone. Train I'm not beer. drinking right now. I'll take a little sip of what I have here, but yeah. jump the sharp, jump the sharp, beer. hear the train, take a shot. Yeah. If um, you can hear it, there it is. Speaking of like, I don't, yeah, Lydia Jacoby, like, well done. Thank you for that gold. Like you deserved it. That's fucking bad. She's my new idol and I want her to be my best friend anyway. Yeah, same. Yeah, huge fan. So yeah, speaking of the Olympics before we like keep going into people, I just have to mention this because this is getting on my last fucking nerve. And any of you motherfucking trolls out there who do this, (laughs) I am not okay with it. And you should like go reflect on who you are as a person if you're doing this. People who are getting on Twitter and commenting on other people watching the Olympics in prime time and being like, that happened 12 hours ago. Go fuck yourself. Like, oh my no God, why? Like, 
quit shaming people for watching the Olympics in prime time. I don't know what you do all day with your life, but I can't sit there all day and watch what's going on in current time. Or night. Yeah, I can't like, be awake at 3 a.m. watching yeah, shit. Sorry, I can't do that. Props to you for that you can, but like also quit being the like, I knew that before you police. Like I want to experience it with all the production around it. And like, yeah. they're going to show me what I need to know and the stuff and that what I, I want to see. don't care to know. And like all the bullshit. So like, I'm going to watch it in prime time. I'm going to try to avoid spoilers. Obviously it's not going to be successful, but I'm going to watch it and comment on it and enjoy it yeah. in prime time. And if you don't like that, like go take me off your Twitter because I don't want you Just- on my Twitter anyway. I'm just like 100% go fuck yourself to so many people right now because why? Why is that a thing? Yeah. Like it's so stupid. Who cares? Oh, you knew it. Congratulations. You know how many other billions of people fucking knew that before it happened too? It's like I'm choosing to watch it in which NBC supplies it to me. Okay. Like get over it. Yeah. It's that's so man. People get, it's just like ridiculous. I'm like, since when do we ever watch the Olympics in real time? It's never really works out that way. There's all sorts of production value that goes into it. And they snip it down to a place that's like easily for me to access and take in in the evenings when I'm not working. Like that's the point. So if you're one of those people, like do some self-reflection because you need some fucking help. I just, it's like, I've seen it so many times and it's like somebody, for instance, will say when like the USA lost um, to France and basketball, I saw like a, like somebody post that. And then somebody commented like, Oh, that happened 12 hours ago. God, I want to watch the game. Right. When who cares? Like how many times do people tweet stuff and post stuff after it happens? Like, so you got to go get on there like in troll ESPN, uh, whatever's for being like yeah. uh bleacher report already reported this but see those people are probably even coming out with a lot of information real time because it's like what's happening is obviously getting you know back to people and back to yeah. you know places like espn and bleacher report and they want to be the first so like i get that but for the regular like citizens of the world yeah. and like or the u.s or whatever and like people you know who are just like trying to like get through the day and like go to work and come home and just relax and enjoy the fucking Olympics every four years. I'm going to watch it in prime time. Like most other yeah, Americans. I'm gonna post about it. And so get it. over it. Like you're not some special person because you like are somehow like Googling ahead or something. I don't fucking know. So yeah, I just had to get that rant over with cause I'm done and over with yeah. that shit. Yeah. And I'll block yeah. people if I see them doing that. Yeah, that's or mute them at the very least. So anyway, that I had to get that prime time shame. Like, stop shaming people for watching in prime time. Like, just yeah, for sure. And then I don't know if you had any other like random whatever people, but I think we obviously need to talk about Simone. This is this is kind of a like we're jumping ahead, but by the time this airs, it won't have jumped ahead. Yeah, because we're just recording on Tuesday, so we haven't watched it in prime time. But it's hard to not know what happened at this point. Yeah. Um. No, I have a couple things I just wanted to mention because they go hand in hand. Before we get into Simone, okay. But so obviously, um, the uh, Norway's beach handball team, you know, like broke oh, yeah. the uniform rules and they were like fined and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which is wild because grow up Olympic committee. Yeah. And I think the same thing happened. Was it only handball or gymnastics? No. So the German Olympic team wore full length bodysuits. Yes. So, but the reason, so those are the two things I just wanted to bring to attention of like, I don't understand why we're still doing this. Like at least give options of like, you can wear this traditional leotard or you can wear this, like give them options. It's 20 fucking 21 y'all. I don't um, get that because in my mind, it makes me think like y'all want to sexualize these people. Well, like, a thousand percent. What's the, that's what's what it the is. difference. Like what's yeah. the impact to you if they wear something different? Right. Exactly. If anything, it will only hinder their performance. So like that's on them. Well, exactly. And that should be their choice. Um, so, and, and, but- and actually I shouldn't say hinder their performance because they can choose whatever the fuck they want to wear and they should be able to wear whatever the fuck they want to wear to perform. And they can practice in it. And, and honestly, the bikini or whatever would probably hinder their performances. They're not comfortable in it, obviously. Yeah. So just bizarre to me. I just, I think there are way, there are too many weird rules around that. But the reason I bring that up is because the, when the Norway like beach handball team was like making a stand on it and it, they're getting fined and they're like, fine, we're still wearing them. Pink yeah. is like, cool. Uh, I'll pay your fines. Keep doing it girls. Like I just love her. And that's so dope to be like, and maybe she really will. I don't know how that works. I don't even know how you can get fined for shit like that at the Olympics. It's stupid, but that's probably get. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't know if it's a fine through the Olympics themselves or like her own like nation or something's Olympic committee. I'm not exactly sure, but I would imagine it's the Olympics themselves, but I'm sure she'll do whatever she can to not only pay the fine, but like to offer more support and awareness to that. Cause that's just stupid. It's so stupid. So anyway, props to pink. <laughs> yeah. Once again, she's a goddess, like love yeah. her. Fact. Speaking but of yeah. goddesses, Simone. Yeah. <laughs> Simone. <laughs> what a segue Uh-oh. or segue. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so, okay. So I don't know exacts I, I all i know is from what i read earlier today which was like somewhat limited and obviously i think a lot of this will air tonight so we'll kind of have to catch it and see like yeah. the ins and outs of it but from what i understand she has withdrawn at least at the very least from the group competition so the the team right. the one they just i guess i should say yeah. the one they just got silver in right yeah. So I think we know by now, like they ended up losing to Russia or the ROC. Um, they got silver, but she, I think had a, a pretty bad vault, went back to the locker locker room, came back with some tape, was getting ready for bars, had talked with her coach a lot. And then I think before performing ended up untaping and, and it was announced that she had withdrawn. So there's a lot of skeptic. There's a lot of of course. I mean, she's going to get beat to hell for making this decision. There's a lot of skepticism. There's a lot of like, everyone's trying to figure out what the fuck happened. And well, Oh, well, she did say, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So I think they said like withdrew for a medical reason at first. Okay. So, well, maybe you should go then. Cause I don't know that I know all the up-to-date information. Oh, well, I mean, I, I don't know what I read was definitely all of that. And that, that she said that she wasn't in the right mental space. Yeah. And was like, well, just why, why don't I let the girls do this? Like, I don't need, I guess, I I mean, what I'm seeing it as, and I don't have a specific quote, but like how I took it is a, this is a team event. And if you're not a hundred percent, then the team isn't a hundred percent. Yeah. And if someone else can step in like that, that's more of a balls, like a baller ass move 
than somebody like refusing to go out just because. And like, I get it. Like, this is a high level thing. I just, I fear she's going to catch a lot of shit. And it's like, these gymnasts are human beings. They deal with shit on an everyday basis that we can't even imagine. Plus regular shit. Plus Mm -hmm. this. So it's like, there is a lot. But, you know, she did say it was for mental things. So there is still... There's day by day for the individual. So she withdrew from that and then just cheered her team on, but she wasn't hurt. Um, she also like, I think didn't want to do something stupid and end up getting hurt because yeah. she just wasn't mentally there. So she could still compete in the individuals. It's yeah. just a day by day decision. We just won't know until I think it actually, which is either tomorrow. I thought it was Thursday, but that could yeah. mean tomorrow. Night. That could be when it airs. Right. I'm not exactly sure. It's right. I'm sure the internet trolls will let us know. Yeah, no (laughs) shit. Um, But no, yeah, that's exactly my understanding of it all too. Um, She was just not competing at her best. And unfortunately, even though her, even though her worst is like actually better than everybody, she's just risking injury. And I think it was such a brave move for her to withdraw. And I think it was just what she needed to do for her own self, her own sanity, um, and I think she was carrying a lot. And I think too, like I've said this a million times and I don't want to take away from other sports, other athletes, anybody who loses a year, like we did with COVID, it's going to impact them. But in gymnastics, it's like so accelerated yeah. being a 24 year old gymnast is like crazy unheard of. Like not to say it's not heard of. Obviously we have, you know, that, that woman who's competed in like eight Olympics 41, or something. Yeah. But for, you know, you to be 24 and competing at the level that Simone is, it's just wildly like nuts and it's unprecedented. So like, I think for her too, she said she was like the last remaining gymnast from the Larry Nassar scandal. And she just competing at that level. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Competing in this level and being there for like the next generation up. She really so badly wanted to prove to that next generation that like, I don't want to give, I don't want gymnastics this to have doesn't this. doesn't define me. It, yeah. yeah like, I don't want it yeah. to have this bad name. I don't want its reputation to be ruined. I want you to know that like, it's still there. I can still compete even after what I went through. And I want to welcome you to gymnastics. Like that yeah. was a burden that she felt like she needed to carry on, on herself. And I think it just got to be a lot. Plus like, let's add all of the goat conversations that have been going on and like, oh, all of these things that she the just pressure. Yeah, I think she just really was under a lot of pressure and, you know, she's still amazing, still the GOAT. And I think that anyone who's shaming her and like, I'm sure the skeptics are going to be there and I'll block their asses as well because that's fucking stupid. She made a choice that was going to be better for herself. And I do think of all things like watching her compete, like she certainly could have injured herself very badly because she was not performing at the level that we normally see. And it was starting to get like a little like, oh shit, you know? Like you could tell, like I just, we watched, caught a little Sunday on the flight. And then obviously last night Mm -hmm. and before all this happened. And I just had this feeling like every time they interviewed her and then even showed pre-interviews and stuff, I'm like, man, I'm not saying I'm like premonition or anything like that, but I just had like a feeling that I don't normally have with her. Like she goes on the floor and you're like, done, she's killing it. Like, I don't even need to watch this. I know she's getting like a damn near perfect score or whatever. But then it like this time, this Olympics, I was not feeling that way. I was like, man, there is something going on with her. Like she is not a hundred percent. 
Yeah. And I think it's important to note that if she was carrying all this pressure on herself, like imagine how she feels now that she did actually withdraw. She probably is putting a lot of that on her and it's probably not go, you know, I, 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 I would imagine she's already under enough self-scrutiny. She doesn't need the scrutiny from the outside world. Yeah. Um, And then like, let's also not, not forget that like she is competing at such a high level, but like the judges aren't even crediting her properly for it. So like, it's a whole nother thing where it's like, she's out there risking her life basically and not even getting like the actual credit that should be on the scorecard for it. Which don't you think that plays into, and who knows, right? This is speculation. But like, don't you think that plays into her, which age definitely does that too. But one of her interviews, she was talking about how like different it is being, you know, a 24 year old as opposed to an 18 year old when you really don't have fears. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. I used to love roller coasters and wanted a bungee jump and all the shit, like pretty much before college. And now I'm like, I hate, I have flight anxiety in a regular safe airplane. I hate (laughs) roller coasters. I hate heights. Like it's. And I think age has a lot to do with it, but also don't you think like it kind of like snaps you into reality to be like, look at all this amazing shit that I've done. Look, I have gymnastics moves named after me. Like look at all this level of difficulty that I've been like competing at for this long. And I don't even get the respect. And I'm like you said, risking my life to do all these things. And Mm -hmm. it's like, it doesn't even matter. So like, I think a little bit of that plays in as well to like, wait, why? Like it it makes you question And I think it all begins with the fact that like she had a realization and unfortunately in the moment during the team competition that she was there for the wrong reasons. Like she wasn't maybe there for herself and she was putting too much pressure on lifting this burden and carrying this burden. And I think she just had this moment of realization in it and was like, I have to step away, whether she's going to step away forever for yeah. a day or two to get ready for like um, individuals or all around or whatever. We don't know. And that's her choice. And like, we'll yeah. see what happens. But I think it was a smart move because like you said, even watching, it's like something is just off and you it's can off. tell if you're any bit of a fan of hers and know how yeah. she normally competes. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, we're not here to shame her either. Hell no. Um, all the shamers can kindly exit to the left gtfo <laughs> yeah get the fuck out um yeah uh, yeah um anything else on the olympics i mean i think i'm it's one of those topics where it's like we could do a whole episode on it and yeah. or not talk about it at all i wanted to talk about it a little bit and touch on certain points we were coming back from somewhat of a break weirdly so we had a lot of other things maybe we'll talk about the olympics more next week or something but yeah. Um, certainly high points that we missed, but I think these were yeah. the major yeah. ones and we'll, we'll get into more as it unfolds over the next couple weeks. Totes. Yeah. Um, anything else? I got nada. All right. Well, I think we've gone long enough, so <laughs> I think we'll just uh, sign her on off here. And um, since we talked pretty, pretty extensively about things, we'll make it brief, but obviously go like us follow us rate review us we haven't i don't know if we've asked that in a while but we're going to at women can't parlay please go follow us on twitter or instagram and you know thank you for listening we appreciate it and 
yeah, this is Women Can't Parlay signing off. Goodbye. Goodbye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.